Anyone who went along to see the excellent Porti Panto last month, or indeed went to see Father and Mrs Claus arrive in some style at the town hall, will have seen the students of Lothian Dance Academy. The academy in Rosefield Avenue Lane is enrolling new pupils. Children can start at just over two years old, and the classes range from jazz to street dance, tap to ballet. The Academy was started originally in West Lothian back in 1989 by Morag Phillips. Today, however, its main studios are in Portobello and the other centres sold on to other dance teachers. As Morag explained, it was getting too hectic for her liking. At one time I was going round five different venues myself, teaching about 500 kids a week and uh, teaching for 36 hours a week. However, now, as I'm getting older, I have teachers working with me. So I'm not doing as much teaching myself. Um, I kind of can pick and choose now what I want to teach. So what range of things do you teach? I mean, you've shown me you have a ballet room, you've shown me you have a tap room. Ballet is obviously my forte, but we have tap, we have jazz, musical theatre, and uh, obviously now we have hip-hop and street dance because that seems to be all the rage these days. You wouldn't catch me teaching street dance, though. I think I'm getting too old for that. But that was the kind of thing that you're... Uh, students did at Christmas or before Christmas in front of uh, Portobello Town Hall? Yes, well in fact the thing that was on at Portobello Town Hall was what I would really just call pantomime type stuff Mm. you know just very simple dances mimicking some of the music You, you keep it really easy because it can be learned quickly the girls can concentrate on being performers instead of worrying about complicated steps. There's plenty of time for complicated steps if you're doing exams or things like that. Um, if you're putting something together, like we did the pantomime as well, which was uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, I think the number we did, they asked us to do, was to Thriller. So it was quite old-fashioned, the choreography for that one. So you just adapt to what somebody's asked you for basically, as well. Sometimes people ask for things more complicated. If somebody asked for proper street dance, then you probably saw, if you watched it outside the town hall, there was street dance on towards the end. That was one of my teachers, Sarah Black, that did that as well, because I couldn't attempt the street dance myself. Too old. So how many teachers do you have? I've got three. I've got Miss Sarah and Miss Ashley and Miss Paula. I've had them for, I would say, 15, 16 years. I've had Paula longer because I trained her from the age of three. What's quite nice about the school is it feels like a family because those girls are like my daughters, really. And um, they all lend something different to the school. One of them's more classically orientated, uh, Miss Ashley. Sarah's very much the jazz and the tap. Paula's very ballet. But they can all lend themselves to all the different types of dancing, but you usually find they veer towards one being their speciality. So all in all, it means that this whole school's covered, you know, with most of the different types of dancing as well. And if somebody's ill or pregnant or, you know, usually that's when I step in and teach the dancing as best I can. Maybe not the hip hop. Um, (laughs) I love hip hop. And if I was young again, I would definitely be a hip hop dancer. But, um, you know, you get to a certain age. (laughs) (laughs) So how many pupils go through, I was going to say in a year, but uh, the the people actually progress from age about, what, five? Well, we used to start them at three, but we've recently started taking two and a half and two-year-olds because this seems to be when all the mums want them to start. Obviously, they're not doing proper dancing at that age. They're doing, like, music, movement, 
imaginative play, things that are getting them coordinating and socialising with the other children. But it also gets them into the habit of movement. It's a habit, yes. It's a habit of movement and the habit of going somewhere on a regular basis, getting dressed up and meeting little friends. Friendships that are made in Lothian Dance Academy are friendships for life. We have girls that I still have on Facebook and they're in their 30s and they've been with me since they were three and they are still friends and they made their friendships when they came to Bali on a Saturday morning or a Tuesday afternoon. And that's what I love about my school. It feels like a family because most of the kids that I've got, I've got them for 11 or 12 or 13 years. I've got them from three up till 16 or 17. And a lot of them don't want to leave. I've got a girl at the moment that's a medical student, third year medical student, and she still comes it's just once a week, but she still comes because she said she's never going to leave Lothian Nance Academy. And I love that because it makes me feel good. It makes well, me feel I, it's I, like I a family. To, I hate to say but I'm, I'm suddenly reminded of the, <laughs> that line from the Prime of Miss Jean Brodie, Give oh, me a yeah. and she is mine for life. They are my creme de la creme, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, definitely. So Thank tell you. me a bit about your own background, because you were a professional dancer for many years. Yes, I trained, did my full-time training. Believe it or not, I actually had a dance school when I was 15 teaching Highland and Tap. I was too young to legally do it, so my mother used to sit in the hall with me doing her knitting, being the appropriate adult. But it was me that did all the teaching. But it was from there I realised that, you know, dance was going to be my life. And then I went off to dance college to train professionally for, for three years. I went to the Theatre School of Dance and Drama first. Then I moved over to do further training at the Academy of Ballet. So after I did that, I went to London and then I went on and did cabaret, theatre, television, pantomime, you know, and worked in the industry for about 10 years. And you toured quite a lot. I did a lot of touring, yes. Um, Places like Spain, Italy, Turkey, which was great fun. Sometimes you were on a tiny little stage in a cabaret place. Sometimes you, you were on a massive, great big stage working with people like Demis Roussos and all that sort of thing. So it just depended. I liked everything I did. It didn't matter if it was a small place or a big place. If I was on the stage dancing, then I was completely happy. And I also liked going to different countries, seeing different cultures. So for me, dancing opened up a whole world for me. But I discovered that teaching was something that I enjoyed doing because in between different contracts, you couldn't just do nothing. So I would go to teach. And um, for quite a while, I used to go back and teach in the Erdang Academy of Ballet and Performing Arts in Covent Garden. And there I used to help run the office. I used to teach. I used to do the Ballet Associates. And during my time there, I realised, you know, I really don't particularly want to go away and dance again. I actually am enjoying the teaching part of it. And I was getting on a bit because when you get to 26 or 27, you know, or nearing your 30s, you've got to start thinking, what's my career going to be after my body's let me down? That's when I decided that I was going to start teaching. So I went back to the Royal Academy of Dancing and I spent a year there learning more teaching techniques and building up my possibilities and things like that. From there, I went to Venice to teach for a year, which was absolutely fantastic, if you can imagine. And then from there, I went for two years to a place in Valencia, where I taught in a ballet school there, which I really enjoyed because it's the first place that I'd been where I wasn't teaching once a week children. I was teaching full-time students that were learning to be professionals. So for me, that showed me another side of things that I like to do. After that, I came back to Scotland for a rest, fully thinking I was going to go back abroad again, and I met my partner, Stuart. And (laughs) 
I didn't go away again. The but rest I, is history. Is the rest is history. I started at Lothian Dance Academy with a few small classes in Livingston. Now, the great thing is you've got lots of stories that you can actually encourage your young protégés that, yes. yes, they have potential in front of them. There yes. is, they have the potential of going abroad. They have the potential of seeing the world, so to speak. Yeah, Mind you, I have to say that most of the time when I've taught, I was I actively discourage them going into the profession because... I really think that it's a profession that's difficult. You're out of work a lot and you really, sometimes it's the luck of the draw. And I've got pupils that have got a talent, maybe, you know, academically at school. I often try to discourage them taking up dance because I think, well, why take up dance, not be able to dance after the age of 30? You don't get paid a lot. So I do tend to actively discourage them. But I find that if a child or a student wants to dance and they really have the passion to dance, they don't listen to you. They will do it whether you want it or not. So I don't actually find that I've got to try and actively encourage girls to go on the stage. If they come to me and say we're doing it whether you want us to or not, then obviously I point them in the right direction and I give them as much help as I can. It's not just talent, it's passion. You've got to have an absolute passion for it. (laughs) 